Welcome back to Entertainment Exploration. Today we will be continuing with our analysis of the game Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Let's waste no time and get back into it. Upon finally acknowledging his true reason to fight, Raiden stands up ready to fight again. The weight of his actions no longer holding him back, as with his changed view of the world, he no longer has any reason to feel any guilt for his actions. In his eye, he is simply a man who wishes to fight, and all of his enemies have resigned themselves to their fate by choosing to fight him. There's no reason to feel guilty because there is no longer a greater reason to fight. The want to fight itself is good enough justification for him. As he begins to stand up, a cyborg rushes him and runs him through with their sword. Despite this, Raiden continues to stand and decides to shut down his pain inhibitors, meaning he is now able to feel the pain of his enemy's strikes, and furthermore is able to feel a much more potent anger towards his opponents for their attacks. After their shutdown, Raiden is nearly knocked to the ground by the pain alone, and proceeds to rip out the sword that is impaled in his chest, and without much time for recovery, immediately rushes Monsoon and begins his fight. During the fight, a dramatic shift is seen in Monsoon. While he was able to pompously tear down Raiden's ideology while espousing his own, confident in the fact that he would shatter his enemies well before the fight even began, when he's suddenly confronted by a person that entirely violates his view on how people are supposed to work, Raiden refuses to acknowledge all philosophy in favor of a purely animalistic view, which in Monsoon's eyes is next to impossible. A man with no good reason to fight should not have the will to do so, especially not enough to embrace and fight through the inordinate amounts of pain Raiden is experiencing. In the end, despite all of Monsoon's efforts to weaken Raiden, he has only made him stronger, resulting in his swift defeat. Before he dies, he attempts to sway Raiden one last time. Ironically, such efforts are halted when Ryan uses Monsoon's own words to throw his statement back in his face, further deflating Monsoon's ideology before Ryan leaves to continue pursuing Sam. Upon entering Desperado's headquarters, instead of finding Sam, he's greeted by Sundowner's voice over the intercom, as he invites Raiden in with excitement before sending in his troops to try and dispatch Raiden, which prove unsuccessful. Once they come face to face with each other, Sundowner wastes no time in telling him all about all the things he enjoys about the situation. With an almost childlike giddiness in his voice, he speaks thoroughly on his fascination with war itself, his enjoyment of brutality, and his thoughts of how things like terrorist attacks made the country better than it had ever been before. Terrorist attacks make the country better than it had ever been because it keeps the machine of war running endlessly and with a clear target. Brighton scoffs at everything Sundowner says, disgusted by the notion of him seeing such disasters as good and his willingness to abandon all moral code just for the sake of conflict. In response to this, Sundowner properly challenges Raiden to a fight. In a way, their battle will be what decides who is right and who is wrong. During this battle, Sundowner constantly falls back on underhanded tactics and tricks to gain an upper hand down to the bitter end, before finally falling to Raiden's blade. After Sundowner's defeat, Raiden learns that Desperado's final plan is in motion, which involves an attack on America that, in Sundowner's words, will be more destructive than any attack on U.S. soil in history. Hearing this, he rushes to stop whatever plan Desperado has in store. After a couple of minor interruptions between him and his destination, he is stopped in his tracks by none other than Jetstream Sam, waiting for Raiden so they may have their final duel against each other, before which Sam's reasons for fighting is made clear. Sam strives entirely for self-improvement. Since he was young, he studied the art of combat constantly, but a man can only improve so much in the halls of a dojo. So, with nowhere else to go but forward, Sam became a mercenary, fighting nearly every day on missions he was hired to undertake, but during none of them did he believe in the actions he was taking or even the money he made of his work. He simply saw it as another path to improve. 
In a way, he lost himself during this time. Unlike his colleagues, Sam had no real reason to keep working. He had many other avenues he could take, he didn't believe in the cause he was fighting for, and he no longer enjoyed what he was doing. The only option left for a man who spent his entire life fighting is to die doing the same exact thing. After Sam's defeat, Ryan learns that Sam has extremely few cybernetic enhancements. Just about the only thing that made him a remarkable fighter was himself. Meaning that beyond a shadow of a doubt, Ryan's defeat at Sam's hands was not one born of improper skill or a lack of proper equipment for the situation. In reality, it was a defeat brought about entirely by the fact that Ryan was simply not in the headspace necessary to actually combat Sam. They were on entirely different levels, both in skill and the actual philosophies that influenced the way that they fight. Ryan returns to his efforts to stop Desperado, taking Sam's sword with him, but keeping it in its sheath, ready to face his final challenge in both the arenas of combat and ideology. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Entertainment Exploration. We hope you had a good time, and remember, memes are the DNA of the soul.